Welcome to Pacifica Wire. In this episode, we are joined by Rose Masters. Rose is one of two Pacific Leads who heads the Pacific Lead Learner Success at the Waikato Institute of Technology, one of the largest in the country, based in Hamilton. Rose talks about her passion for higher education, not only for her Pacifica students, but her own personal journey that has led to completing a master's degree and pursuing doctoral studies. From Tokoroa to Hamilton, Rose talks about her love and discovery of her Cook Island heritage, te reo Māori, culture, language, and striving for educational excellence, Pacifica style. No Achitaki Maya home or Pamati um Jorana. I am the proud grandmother of six beautiful Mukapuna. I have been blessed with um four children in my life who have gathered um gathered strays. So I have about twenty seven children all up. And my yummy darling and I, um, Dale Edward, my husband from Ngati Puruki Kahikura, Ngati Kairo, and I have had the pleasure of walking alongside of these journeys through life. And um, my mokotana are my stimulus to um, make a difference in the world. So that's me. Thank you again, Rose, uh, for that um uh, chance to speak to you and uh, you know just hear a little bit about your rich heritage your rich culture and uh, all happening down in Hamilton and uh, you're uh, part of a exciting team at Wintech uh, one of the Pacifica leads there and I was just really keen to hear what excites you about your work at Wintech and what led you there oh wow um I've been I've been a part of the Wintech family for about eight years now, and my original role was um, quite new. I've got I've got a bit of a work history where I enter into new new um, organisations and new roles and help develop those roles. The role that I was originally in was a a pastoral and academic role, so I could teach students and I could also support them with their pastoral care needs. So anything that occurred for them that created barriers or made things a little bit more difficult, they gave me that flexibility to work alongside our Winter community and our external community to help them um, achieve their goals. Um, so I was in that role for quite a long time at morphed. Originally I was part of a degree program and then it morphed into the professional development and adult learners space where I was supporting uh, staff. And uh, so that journey brought me to the opportunity of um, applying for the Pacifica lead role. Um, originally the role was a point five, so a part-time role. So I thought, oh, that might uh, fit into my world because I'm in, in full-time study as well. And then uh, our um, Wintech family got excited about the opportunity of having two of us in 
brought over from board. So there's Colin Sua and myself. He is the Pacifica Lead Strategy and Engagement, and I am the Pacifica Lead Learner Success. So that's um yeah. But I think what what excites me about the opportunity is is that we've never had a senior leadership role that have a, a strong focus on Pacifica. Um, it's a pretty huge task. We've been in, in the role for around six months now and the, the brief covers well-being, success and achievement. Um, so it's, it's quite a huge scope. But um, we've got some amazing people at WinTech, amazing people in our um, community who are open to support us as we journey through um, developing a Pacifica strategy here at Wintech. And Rose, you know, you talked about being part and involved of uh, a lot of firsts. And, you know, if we, you know, step back in time, you were one of the originals for the very first um, whānau or social services uh uh, team in Kirikiriro and again working with Māori and Pacifica. So this is not a new area for you, is it? No, no. It's um, I think, I think being born and bred in Tukuroa and being brought up by a village that um are still, are still claim me to this day, which I'm grateful for. Um, provides you know it helps you develop these values and practice that help you understand um, how important working within your community and for your community. That's just so vital. I don't think, um, I think about my role in the academic space and I'm really grateful that mm. my lived experiences help me to teach or they help me to research, but they also help me to serve. Um, so I'm really, yeah, I'm really quite grateful for all the the lived experience I've had in both both my um, Pacifica community and my Māori community. My husband, I mentioned before, is from Ngāti Kuruki Kahukura and Ngāti Hokairo. And Ngāti Kuruki Kahukura have helped um, bring up my children. Um, and I'm really grateful that they've had open open um, hearts and open hands to me and, and my family. So it's important that I'm serving both communities. And with that experience and the, you know, the wraparound support and services that uh, you're part of and you've seen, have you seen that growth of Pacifica in the Waikato? Is it continuing to increase? Why is Hamilton attracting, well, can I say, you know, what's the pull to, to, to come to Hamilton? I'm I'm not too sure. I'm I'm feeling like we might have to do some um a bit of a rangao or research uh, projects on it. I mm. I know just walking through the Nisian festival um in the weekend I had quite a few community members, um, some that I'm familiar with and some that I'm not, um, introduced themselves and explained that they were they were coming to Wintech and or they had their sons enrolled, or their daughters enrolled, and um, and just mentioning uh, that it was great that they had Pacifica leads. They um, that we they know some of our Pacifica team members, and I think that's I know for us. I think that's 
one of the draw cards is the relationships we have here in, in Kirikiriroa and the Waikato. I think they stand beyond the Hamilton um, boundaries. Um, but the, I think the reciprocal and the meaningful relationships, and I think that it brings our Pacifica community some confidence in knowing that, you know, should they come to Wintec or should they go to university, mm-hmm. that there's going to be a collective of people that are going to support them. Um, I know that uh, the newsroom did an article just recently, I think last week, um, identifying we had a 28% increase in enrolment as compared to the 21% overall, which is huge for Wintech. That's mm. huge for us. And so we we really want to be ready to receive the community. you know. And we know that our relationships that we already have established uh, are important to uh, maintaining those, those relationships. Um, yeah, it's quite exciting. It, it, there's more visibility. I think um, the initiatives of the Pan Pacific Hub um, having events like um, the Nations Festival and the up-and-coming Pacifica by Nature, those are all draw cards. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think the Pacifica leadership in Hamilton is quite strong and are... Mm. Uh, are all in a space where they're working in a reciprocal manner to, to support each other. And and speaking about that, uh, you know, support, um, the importance of, you know, highlighting and promoting culture and language and in terms of delivering on outcomes for Pacifica people, especially in your specialised area of education, uh, just how vital is that? Oh, quite. How vital is breathing? I think um, True. <laughs> I think um I think because culture and language are contributors to diversity, I think it's important in the in the wider picture because it allows us to work from our values base that is inclusive. Um that's probably one of the um one of the things I'm quite proud about being a, a Pacifica woman is, is knowing that the values that I've been brought up in my community are about being inclusive and I think diversity gives us permission um, to invite others to collaborate and work alongside us. And, but I think um, if we can include culture and language within the context of education, which would would also envelop um, value different forms of communication, understanding our frames of reference, you know, how we position ourselves and and how we see the world. I think it's going to be, um, I think that's a really good vehicle to um, support Pacifica with the outcomes that they choose to attend to. Um, Everybody has their own goals. Everybody has their own levels of success. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has their own ideas about around what achievement is. And I think if we can integrate um, up the cultural aspect um, and utilising language, I mean we've got some we've got some pretty proactive staff at Wintech who 
who live for our language week just right. so that they can practice, you know, practice their greetings and extend on what it is that they've learned from the previous year. So, um, and are integrating that into their classrooms. Um, is it happening as much as what we'd like? Possibly not, but it's just the beginning, you know, it's just the beginning for us. And um, we're in a space where we can um, start supporting everybody to move towards using um, more cultural aspects and concepts in the classroom and, and outside of the classroom. Because mm. we want our Pacific culture to be visible in all contexts, not just in the people there. Um, yeah. Right. Just as important as breathing. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use that, by the way, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> For you, the feedback from your students, your you know the Pacifica Māori students that you're working with, what do they say to you? Just how important is culture and language in terms of helping them with their studies? Because would it be fair to say, ten, twenty years ago, that wasn't really you know it wasn't something that was embraced. Yeah, is it you know in comparison to now? Yeah, I think I think it's vital. We we um we just had our Pacific learners um summer last week and it was uh okay. we've given them some time to get settled, especially our first year students getting settled into the space and um we just get together. It's just an opportunity to connect and and be and and to give them a voice about how that how the transition um into this space has, has been for them. Um, one takes pretty strong on the on the learner voice, you know, it's really important that we're getting feedback all the time and it just it helps that our Pacifica learners like to do it face to face with the people that mirror their community. Mm. So um it's a lot easier the the Palanor is a lot more free flowing. Um but it is, I think it is important, I think, understanding too that some of our learners have English as a second language. Um, right. Understanding that sometimes the, the theoretical information or the articles or the literature that's been provided to our learners doesn't um, meet their frame of reference or they, they have no connection to it. So getting really creative and making sure they've got um, a theoretical baseline that can meet the needs of all our learners, not just our Pacific learners, but our, our Māori, our international, um, everybody, so that it makes sense, that it's got some sort of meaningful context to it um, to help them scaffold their, their brilliance. Because they come in pretty brilliant, you know, they come in brilliant, um, with the knowledge that they have, um, we want them to leave one um, one tech feeling exceptional with the knowledge base that they have, not just brilliant. Um, so that's our that's the role is to um, support and scaffold them to be able to do that. And equally important for you, on a personal note, your connection with your Cook Island heritage. Can you talk to us about your journey and just how important? Uh, it is in terms of your own work and development. Oh wow! Oh crap! 
Well, you, um, it's not something you you think about unless you're... Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I appreciate about being at Wintech is um, through, my, through my experiences of being um, quite isolated, and it's, it's not an unfamiliar feeling. I'm sure there's a few Pacific staff members out there that uh, are working quite isolated from the actual collective, um, have really strong allies with our papa peers. Um, it's always really important to have your core group to come back to. And I think... Um, I think in the question you provided around Hampshire, so we have our Hamilton Cook Island Association um, members who I absolutely love. I love um, being connected to them. I'm, I live for our monthly meetings. Um, and if you were an observer in our meetings, there's a whole lot more laughing than there is um, discussion around what needs to be done. Um, but we still get things done. Uh, we've got some amazing uh, I, refer, I, I, I refer to them as leaders I, I think we've got some amazing leaders in Hampshire and I think those those relationships have supported my well-being uh, they've reminded me of who I am they affirm who I am uh, and more so they remind me of the humility um, that our Cook Islands people um, work from. And I think, uh, when I think about Walter Tuakana and his wife Tiare and their commitment to teaching drums and our, our songs and our um, dance, and it's just never ending. And then we have um, Rauduina Toa who works with our Pa Metua. And I mean, it's just um, aspirational, aspirational to see um, the care that she puts in and that Walter and Tiare take the time, you know, every week to be with our, our tamariki and our mokopuna to teach them our culture. And then we have our, our real pillars in our community like Auntie Eddie Ford, um, who just in her presence is just nothing but positivity. Mm. So we've I've got I'm surrounded by some really strong um, leaders in our Cook Island community, as well as my um, support network in Tokoroa. So because I was born and bred there, I've, right. I've got this bridge between Tokoroa and Hamilton, which was really I feel blessed. I feel blessed because I've got um, resources to who I am and what I'm about. Um, and they'll be the first ones to sit me down and have a conversation if, if my path, if I lose my path. <laughs> I think about my cousin Mary almost if she'd be the first one to tell me. <laughs> and talking about those strong links that you have with with home, you know, with, with Tokoro and Hamilton and um, just the diversity in terms of your fluent in Te Reo, Cook Island Māori, uh, and how does that all, you know, link in with um, with your own whānau, with their own journey and, and learning about their diverse culture? Well, I think um, I think the opportunity 
of walking alongside my children and then learning Māori, you know, Aotearoa Māori Reo, and their culture was a real blessing. Given if we were, if they had been brought up in Tukuru, I think they probably would have stayed in Tunanga Leo. Um, and I'm grateful that I have an understanding and a comprehension of um, Te Reo Māori Aotearoa because when I'm with my community, it's easier for me to understand. And that's, that's actually an area um, that I'm working towards is developing in my own Kokala Māori language. Um, right. I think I think it's important because it gives me an opportunity to explore more of our narrative um, and our and our histories, our our akapapaanga, our, our genealogy. Um, yeah, and I think I think too because I'm one of the board members for the Cook Islands Development Agency in New Zealand. Right. It, it's encouraged me more uh, to make make a move in that area. I think it's important that I be able to converse with my community in the real that um, makes us quite uniquely Cook Island, right. if that makes sense. And with that, that comes a responsibility, doesn't it? It's, uh, you know, you're, you're out there, you're, in, you're the face in terms of higher education for our Pacifica. So how do you continue to motivate our Pacifica students amidst a global pandemic, amidst everything else going on in someone's life? How do you keep that momentum going? Yeah, that's a, that's a huge question, because when, when I think about... Um, I think about the COVID experience and how um, I can talk to Wintex response was pretty pretty amazing. Not just, and I say that because it was a new new learning for all of us. Yeah. But I am confident that our our learners were informed, they were supported, the staff were informed and supported, um, and we just stayed on the business. We stayed on the business and um, in the business of people um, and keeping connected. And it was great to see how the shift wasn't just about learning the context of the theory that was required for the program that you were in. It was about how how are you? Are you going to be okay? What what else can we do for you? Type of conversation. Right. I think when I think about keeping. Um, our Pacifica people motivated. Um, they just have to find the right why. Um, I think if we can find the right why, and I think that comes with just being present, um, connecting with people, um, building relationships, sharing sharing our narratives, sharing our lived experience. Because learning begins with a vision. Um, um, I know with myself, I never anticipated um, being in doctoral study. I never, ever, that was never part of my vision. (laughs) (laughs) There was no way I wanted to, um, but it was something that was, um, it was part of my why. um, Part of my why is to see what makes an effective 
practitioner in the tertiary space, um, working from heart, and that was a big enough why for me. So if we can sit with our Pacifica community and find out what their why is, their why might be just to work towards um, a better quality of life by having a qualification that's going to allow them to get um, to get a job that um, suits them. It may be that they want to enhance their quality of life and want to start their own business. Um, or they want to um, create pieces of art so that they can make Pacifica um, visible in our communities, whatever whatever their why is. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be one of the uh, things that I would encourage to to get people motivated is to find out what their why is by being present, by connecting and, and building that relationship. And for you, you know, personally, the why, completing your Masters in Indigenous Applied Practice, um, tell us about that. Oh, my God, what a journey. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, when I, um, when I, went into Hewakahiringa, um, which was the master's program, I sat in a room full of 39 other people who knew exactly why they were in this space and what they were about. And I remember looking at, because it was myself and um, another farm-worn student, so there were only two, two that were placed in the category of Pacifica, um, sitting there and I said, oh, sister, I think somebody made a mistake in the enrollment. <laughs> and we both laughed. Um, because, yeah, it was just um, to be in a space with such confident people. And what I realised was um, having those experiences remind me how how our Pacifica students feel when they come into the space. Um, it's not a nice feeling. I... That study, um, the study that I did, um, developed a framework called Ara Ape'i Yakapa'anga, which is a, a pathway to teach, learn, and practice. And uh, the four concepts attached to that were based around manako, the mind, um, knowing, the nako which is a sensory pedagogy around the heart. Um, Kōpū, which, which was really about exploring identity and belonging, and Vairua, which were um, the methods that would support them being able to explore all those areas. And, um, yeah, so it was a really, um, to have our, I had Cook Island knowledge holders, which... Um, fed into the study and about another hundred um, participants in that study who were all uh, first year, second year and third year students and staff that fed into the development of the um, of the framework. And so currently my study in the doctoral space is to um, develop narcoology which is a term that I made up because that's what you do in research. You make stuff up, <laughs> make up new knowledge. <laughs> and 
so narco narcoology is um, narco pedagogy and intelligence. So narco being the heart, and um, pedagogy being ways of doing things, and intelligence being knowing and knowledge. So yeah, so just working with some practitioners to break that down. Um, so just both studies came out of um, being questioned. Uh, I was questioned about how how I engaged with people, uh, and it seemed to be a lot different from what was the norm in the tertiary space. And I knew that there were pockets of people that were working similar to how I was, and so it was an opportunity to sort of question and debate. Well, actually, this how I work might be a bit of all right. But um, we might need to break it down and see what that actually looks like. So yeah, so that's that's me and my study, the continuing saga, <laughs> and the ongoing saga and the the journey, of course, um, that you are travelling down there in uh, Kirikiriro. What would you say to our Pacifica who are at a point where they're like, I really don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I can study, I need to work, I, you know, I'm, I'm going through all these, you know, different transformations in my life. What would you say to them from your, your own journey? What would you say to them? Oh, I think, I think anybody that's going to engage in a conversation with me is probably, um, is probably going to get some insight into my own lived experience. I think, um, sure. when I, when I, with my first degree, I had four children under five. Uh, I was working uh, three different jobs. Uh, my husband was working, but was in and out of the out of town because his work took him out of town. Mm. Um, so I think, when I think about some of the experiences I've had, I've been. Um, I've been unwell um, twice in my life, in my uh, study life, um, uh, with a terminal prognosis. You know, potential terminal prognosis is everybody hears cancer and they think, oh no, but I was like, oh no, I'm too, oh, oh, I'm getting my degree, I'm, I need to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got no time for that. So, um, <laughs> So there's understanding, um, I suppose, the holistic impacts and being able yep. to talk to those and um, being able to say, actually, there's some people that have walked similar paths to you. And it's not to say that we've walked the same path because that's just a um, ridiculous thought because how we, how we manage things is very different. But um, I think if you can, if you know that you've walked, walked, the, um, your talk and stuck with your truth and um, and are being honest. You know, I'm pretty honest with people who um, who are exploring study, um, but I'm also pretty good at um, finding solutions too and and ways of amending any potential barriers. Um, but ultimately, it's up to the person. You know. Thanks for listening. That was Rose Masters. Visit our website at www.pacificawire.com 
We welcome you to like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Bye for today, my name is